0: Hi there, I'm Lane and this is Property Explained. These are my words and now I'm going to read them to you. Episode 72, which interest rate should I choose? Right now, interest rates are high. So a lot of investors are asking, how long should I fix my mortgage for? The thing is, no one knows where rates will go month to month or year to year. Sure, experts provide forecasts for us, but no one can predict the future. Things happen, interest rates change. That's just the way it is. Two years ago, it was COVID. No one saw that coming. Then there was inflation. Something will be next. So, in an uncertain environment, there's always going to be the question what's better? The one, two, three, or even five year fixed interest rate. And in this episode, you'll learn the three strategies that you can use to find the right interest rate for you. So, let's get started. Before I get into the strategies that you can use, we need to talk about first what are you trying to do when you're choosing a mortgage interest rate? And usually, it's not about getting the lowest rate today. It's about getting the lowest average rate for the next five years because that's the longest that you can lock your interest rate in for. Right now, at the time of writing this article and recording this episode, interest rates are quite high, which means that the five-year rate is cheaper than the one-year rate. But if interest rates go down, today's five-year rate could look expensive in a few years' time. So here are the strategies that you can use. Number one, blindly lock in the one-year interest rate every year yep that's right one option is just to constantly choose the one-year fixed interest rate every year no matter what and over the last 20 years that would have given you the lowest rate on average so let's say you fixed for one year every year for the last 20 years sometimes you'll pay a higher interest rate like right now let's say you locked in five years back in 2004 that would have given you a lower rate between 2006 and 2008 and that's because the one-year rate jumped from 69 to 9.7% in just four years. But then the one-year rate went down quite quickly. So over time, that one-year rate has been cheaper than the five-year rate. This strategy works for investors who say, I don't know where interest rates will go. Locking in for one year has been a good strategy in the past, and so I'm going to do that today. You won't always come out ahead, but over time, it's likely that you will. Let's say that you had a $500,000 mortgage on principal and interest back in 2004. If you locked in the one-year interest rate every single time, you would have saved $30,000 compared with being locked in for the two-year rate every single time, $39,000 compared with the three-year rate every single time, and $95,000 compared to if you had locked in the five-year rate every single time. So these are quite big savings. Strategy number two is to split up your mortgage. So if you don't want to put all of your eggs or mortgage in the same fixed rate basket, you can split it up. Again, let's say that you've got that $500,000 mortgage. Some investors will put $250k on one year fixed, and then they'll fix another $250k on a different term, so a two-year or a five-year. If you do this, you'll get an average of the market over time. That does mean that you'll never get the absolute lowest interest rate, but if you choose the quote-unquote wrong interest rate, then you're only half wrong. So this strategy works really well for investors who say, hmm, I don't know where interest rates will go. Let me hedge my bets a bit. Here at Opus Partners, we have recently worked with an investor who fixed half their mortgage on the five-year fixed term when it was 2.99%, and they fixed the rest on a one-year term. They're now paying over 7% on one part of their mortgage, but they're still paying under 3% for the other part. They're really happy because their interest rate is about 5% on average. They're stoked. It's a win for them. Strategy number three is run the numbers. This is the advanced option. Right now, the lowest advertised five-year rate is 6.39% from Westpac. This was at the time of writing. This means this is likely to have changed in that time. At the same time, the lowest one-year advertised rate is 7.15% from Kiwibank. So when would it make sense to take the one-year over the five-year? And how far would interest rates need to fall for it to be worth taking the higher rate? Let's say that you took that one-year interest rate at 7.15% you'd need to get an average rate of under 6.2% over the following four years for that one-year rate to be worth it. So you need to ask yourself, once my first year is up, could I get an average interest rate of less than 6.2% over the next four years? If you think the answer is yes, then go for the one-year. In the article that you're listening to, there's actually a spreadsheet that goes through the one-year, two-year, three-year, four-year, and five-year fixed rate. And it works out that average for you. So again, at the two-year rate, which was at the time of writing 6.99%, you would have to guess or estimate that you would get an average of 5.99% or below for the following three years to make it a better rate. Again, for the three years, you'd have to get under 5.94% for those last two years to make that rate better than the five-year. And again, the purpose isn't to guess this interest rate precisely. It's about giving you a frame of reference so you can decide which rate to choose. Now, what strategy is the right fit for me? The right strategy for you will hinge on these three things. Number one, what you think will happen with interest rates. So as a rule of thumb, if you think interest rates will go up, lock in for longer. If you think they're going to go down, lock in a shorter term. Remember, it's not necessarily about choosing the lowest rate today. It's about what's going to give us the lowest average interest rate over the next couple of years. So today, if you wanted to choose the lowest interest rate, you go for the five-year. But you might not want to be fixing for five years because rates are so high. What if interest rates go down next year and you're stuck paying the five-year rate for the next five years? In 2021, interest rates were really low. So locking in the five-year interest rate was the smartest thing to do. At the time, the rate was 2.99%. No, it wasn't the best interest rate then, but it was fantastic in hindsight. You've also got to ask yourself if you're okay with a bit of uncertainty, and we call this the sleep test. There are a lot of people out there who think, I'm not really concerned with the lowest rate, I want certainty, so I'm going to lock in for a little bit longer. That's an absolutely fine decision. If a shorter, more uncertain interest rate is going to keep you up at night, maybe you need a bit more certainty. Some people will sleep better knowing exactly what their payments are going to be every month. So sure, the five-year rate is usually more expensive in the long run, but you might be willing to pay that price for a stable interest rate. That way, your repayments aren't going to change every year. And then number three, the final one is what you can afford. Bluntly, you're not always going to afford the rate that you want. Let's say you're someone who says, I believe in locking in for the one-year rate, but right now that one-year rate is almost 0.8% higher than the five-year rate. On a $500,000 mortgage, that's four grand a year or an extra $80 a week. So if your budget is really tight, you might need to go for the lowest rate today, even if it's more expensive in the long run. Sure, it's a great idea in theory to say, well, I'll just fix the one year forever, but that strategy only works if you can afford it too. The final question is, what interest rate should I go with? The five year rate is almost always going to be the cheapest option today, but in three years time, you might kick yourself. Just like a lot of people are kicking themselves for taking the cheaper one year rate back in 2021. Yes, they saved a bit of money in that first year, but they're paying for it now. Sometimes a higher interest rate today can save you money in the long run. Interest rates will always change. So it's about at what point you lock it in and what happens to interest rates over that period. Good luck.